And welcome back to another BSP episode. I am Brendan Petrilli, and we have a Trilly in 10 today for you. We're going to be covering Sixers, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, potential trades. A lot of talk coming out as the NBA trade deadline is closing in fast and in a hurry. Uh, talk a little bit, give them what my Eagles offseason wish list is as we start into the offseason, sadly, for the Philadelphia Eagles too soon, but a lot. The season went a lot farther than most expected, and a Philadelphia basketball star apologizes at the end of the episode. Stay tuned, and here we go. You wonder what happened in sports today? Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave. We talking a lot with bros today. Cracking some jokes the podcast way. Goals on goals, where homers on homers, tutties on tutties, got moments on moments. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into Petrilli. Let's start out with a couple of interesting stories coming out of the NBA this past couple weeks. The Philadelphia 76ers. Are reportedly, Daryl Morey has his uh, new kind of plan that he wants to do with Ben Simmons, uh, a superstar, and James Harden is possibly willing to relocate at the end of the season all, all of a sudden. And then uh, a team emerges to be the only one that is willing to trade for Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. All right, let's start off with the first one here. Daryl Morey, uh, his preferred plan for the season uh, and for trading Ben Simmons uh Coming out of, I'm trying to, who wrote this article here on NBC Philadelphia? Adam Herman on NBC Sports um, said, Mark Stein said on Monday uh, in a newsletter that Daryl Morey's new preferred uh, uh, trade scenario is keeping Ben Simmons beyond the trade deadline to exhaust every last possibility, maybe executing a complicated uh, sign and trade deal that brings back James Harden to the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, yes, James Harden. He's the guy that, you know, has been rumored to say that he's willing to relocate at the end of the year. I, I mean, I kind of feel like it's a season or two too late at this point, seeing where Harden's been with the Nets this past year and a half. He looks old. He looks fat. Um, he still puts up the numbers. Maybe he's just conserving his body like he kind of saw with Houston at the end of his tenure there. Who knows? But I definitely see this lasting till the offseason, sadly. And it's a shame because Joel Embiid is having an absolute monster year. He's finally starting to get that love for the MVP talk again. But I think it's just a couple people just giving him a little bit of a props because he's been getting 30 a night. And it's a shame because their team is the middle of the pack. If they had Ben Simmons, they had somebody of his caliber in there. This team's a number one, number two in the East again. You know, people forget they were the number one seed last year with Joel Embiid carrying them on their back. And then they lose to the Hawks in grand fashion in seven games. And it's just all fallen apart since. Um, Now, the thing with the Ben Simmons trade, I mean, Daryl Morey's been very set on that, that he's willing to wait four years, his whole contract, to make sure he gets what he he thinks is worthy for Ben Simmons. Now, the other trade rumors that are out there, that there was one team, one team rumored to be willing to look into a one of those big sign-and-trade complicated deals, and that would be the Sacramento Kings for Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons. 
Now, you know, nobody's really – there hasn't been too many names thrown out there, but, you know, you hear De'Aaron Fox, you know, uh, Halliburton, maybe Buddy Heald. Honestly, I like that package. The only thing is, is making the money work at this point because I don't think any of those three guys you're getting in return, A, have the contracts that match those two guys to begin with, and two, that they're worthy of contracts that big. And that's kind of where you're like, is the talent worth those two guys just to get their money off the books? And honestly, I say yes. I say yes, because at this point, you're in a you're in a moot point, stuck in a situation where Joel Embiid only has so much time here in this prime. You know, they finally... <laughs> You see they put out a video of um, Joel, how he studies the greats, Michael Jordan's little step back, fadeaway shot, Kobe's up and under, you know, just showing him compared to doing the two moves back to back. It was, it's an absolute awesome video. I retweeted it on my Twitter and the BSP podcast Twitter and at uh, Brendan Petrilli if you want to go check it out. Uh, it was super cool. It's a shame that you're wasting him. <laughs> Sorry. And if you get if you get those three guys, Halliburton, Heald, and Fox, I mean, those are three very good players to go with Maxi and Thibel. It's young, too, really young, that you can have these guys grow together. You still have some picks, and you would have a lot more cap space to go and maybe finesse a third guy in uh, from a third team, like maybe like a John Wall or something. I don't like John Wall. I don't think he's good straight up. But if you need to make the money work when it comes down to it, putting him with Joel as a pick-and-roll option with, with Maxi and Fox and Halliburton and Buddy Heald shooters with Thibel, I think that's a lot better of a rotation and a younger rotation moving forward. And you can kind of see them grow instead of just this stagnant, Doc Rivers is putting in his whole bench squad. You know, he doesn't know who's really got the talent. They don't have the depth really that they were that they've been looking for for the past couple of years, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes in the Ben Simmons situation. But now let's get into a little bit of my Eagles offseason wish list. You know, I said in the opening, you know, too soon, maybe not. But I mean, you know, I I told you I thought that they were going to lose. It stinks they lost that bad, and that kind of shows how you know they they were playing bad football teams at the end of the year. Uh, Jalen Hurts got totally exposed. Jonathan Ganning exposed. They weren't. They didn't do anything different on defense. You know, they didn't do anything different. The only thing they did was have Fletcher Cox run like a little bit of a stunt, where he kind of stood up, acting like like he was gonna. I don't know, like go defend a guy out in the backfield or something, and then he would rush. That was it. And Tom Brady just picked them apart. So you see that there is such a lack of talent on that defensive side where you need to get younger. You know, your only your only defensive weapons are who? Fletcher Cox, who's 32. I mean, even he had a down year. I, I like Javon Hargrave. He's very good. I like him. But you need to get pass rushers on the ends. Derek Barnett's gone. You gave Josh Sweat this big deal. He had some illness, that uh, abdominal thing, that he didn't play that game. You heard, only heard about it right before kickoff. That was a little weird. But supposedly it was like emergency surgery. He's doing better. So, I mean, even he had a bit of an up and down year. He was starting to come on at the end of the year. It's a shame that he got banged up there. So, But after that, you need to get another guy on the other, on the edge. Ryan Kerrigan was your best player on Sunday. You know, you can't, a guy that had zero tackles. And like 200 snaps this season. That's like impossible to do. 
but he was your best player having two sacks. Insane. You need to get in guys. I So now moving into that, we have the three first-round picks, right? Uh, listening to Quentin Michael on the Farsi show today, I agree with him. Go all three defensive picks if you want. Now, the only thing that I see is it's going to be tough for them to draft a linebacker. I want N'Kobe Dean. I think everybody wants N'Kobe Dean from Georgia. I don't care who it is. Go from Georgia, Alabama, LSU, maybe Clemson, maybe Ohio State. Go from those schools. Michigan, maybe. I kind of like Oban Jovi, who's going opposites of the defensive edge rusher from Michigan, going up opposite of Aiden Hutchinson. I, I would like him at one of those picks, possibly. And then the third pick, if there's a QB there and you like him, I wouldn't be opposed. I would not be opposed. Let Jalen Hurts get that year under his belt that everybody's been begging for another year, see where he's at. And if not, you got that guy. Or what I'd rather you do is go trade that third pick down, get a first-round pick next year, and then have two again for the following draft that will have a lot better quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts gets some weapons around him. You get some depth. And then you go, if he's not the guy after next year, okay, we got two first-round picks. We can either move up and get a guy or trade for a free agent, you know, you know, a Russell Wilson-type guy. I don't want him. If Aaron Rodgers would want to come to Philadelphia, I would love that. But the thing is, I don't think the Eagles have the, the depth. I think you got Devontae Smith. I think you got Dallas Goddard. But after that, Brandon Brooks, he's retiring. He said that yesterday. Um, it's a shame. He was so banged up. He had the anxiety stuff. He just wasn't able to consistently stay on the field the past couple years. But the guy is an always a perennial all-pro, pro bowler. And he was a heck of a player and a great career. I hope he, you know, gets healthy and just relaxes with his family at this point because it was just a shame. You know, who knows what Jason Kelsey's going to do. You got Lane Johnson for who knows how much longer. So you might – I wouldn't even be opposed with – if you keep that third first-round pick, draft a, draft a no lineman because you, you messed up drafting uh, – what's his name in the first round? Andre Dillard. You know, you got lucky with Jordan Mylotta where you were able to develop him and thank Je- Jeff Stoughton for that. Not Howie Rosen, Jeff Stoutland. You thank him. You thank Jeff Stoutland for developing Landon Dickerson, you know, able to make him a guard, maybe a center. That's what he did in college. But that, you drafted Alabama. He was the captain of Alabama, the best team in the country. Who would have thought the captain of that team would have been pretty dang good? So from there, just it's all about depth, all about depth. Jalen Deserves another year. And then from next year, hopefully you trade back. You get two first-round picks. You see where we are next year. You get depth on that O-line and D-line. Or a linebacker, if Howie wants to splurge a little bit. But I don't think he'll do that. So that's where I'm at with my wish list for this year. And even sign you got to sign a wide receiver. Everybody wants that. I mean, it's just inevitable at this point. Dang it. All right. It's, I thought it stopped recording. <laughs> But, you know, you got to. If it's Godwin, if it's Allen Robinson, you got to get a guy opposite of Devontae Smith. I'm not even going to talk about Jalen Rager. It's just the one thing I would like, if Seattle clears house, go get a DK Metcalf. Finally. It's going to cost a lot more now. Eh, Maybe not. Maybe a second-round pick. But go get him. That'd be nice. Him and Devontae, especially if they get rid of Wilson. 
and looking to rebuild there. Something to keep an eye out on. And the last thing I talked about in that opening there to end this trilly in 10 was Philadelphia sports athlete. You know, I got to apologize. And that's on me. This is me. I wouldn't be a Philly sports commentator if, you know, when you're an athlete, you got to face the critics. I uh, finally, Blackthorn Rugby, we've been getting out there on the basketball court the past couple weeks. I got out there for the first time last night. First time in a while, not going to lie, playing basketball, but no excuses here. I balled out a little bit. It was a good time. I got some points. Some The shots were off and on. I went 0 for 3 on game point up to 21. Hurt the team. We ended up losing the last game. That's on me. All right? Hand up. I got to get back in the gym, unlike some other Philly stars out there. Keep grinding. I'll face the music. I'll call Angelo in the morning. I'll, I'll let him yell at me, but from there on... We'll go from there. But, hey, if anybody out there in the greater Glenside, Abington area wants to come by Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. to play some b-ball, run at 5 on 5, on five hit me up, all right? DM me, text me if you got my number. Uh, it's It's been fun. So, all right, that's going to be it for this episode of the BSP Podcast in Trilly in 10. Uh, thanks, everybody, again for listening so much. Keep an eye out for another show coming out Friday. Shout out to the 215 and go birds.